What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Rich. And I'm Steve. And today we're going to be going over the VHS franchise, so stick with it. Going to be interesting. Woo! Wubba lubba dub dub! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't worry, Rich. I'll keep the wubba lubba dub dub. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means, but it'll be there. All right, so VHS. All right, yeah. <laughs> so VHS. Alright. Does anybody so, know the actual plot line of VHS, like, of the first movie? Because... Not, not at all. Uh, Apparently, from what I knew, it was like if you watch the tapes in a specific order, something was supposed to happen. But I think everybody who just watches the tapes ends up dying. Well, pretty much, I think it was like these four guys get paid to find these tapes. So they raid this, like, old man's house. And they're already, like, mischievous people as it is. How the old man die? Wasn't he dead when they got there? Uh, yeah, the, well, the old was dude dead. was dead in the house. Yeah. Okay. It was like I don't know, dude. I got like this. They like they filmed snuff pornos. That I got that vibe from them because they were just being like reckless, where they like they grabbed the two girls and started filming them, pulling up their shirts. I was yeah. like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. No, definitely. But, but that's pretty much as far into the plot as it gets. So it's and not, they, yeah. not really exactly a solid plot line in this movie, then. It's but. just they're paid to go find these VHS tapes or some shit. Yeah. And that, that's all they're given, and then, and then they get they to the like, guy's house. Yeah. So yeah, and then it just starts like, yeah. So overall, that uh, that plot line was directed by Adam Wingard, who directed Your Next and the new Blair Witch movie. This really? is, this is yeah. our favorite. This is our favorite group of directors. <laughs> yes, so, we're yes. obsessed with them. So overall, well, Dylan, I, I I realize that the the last couple episodes that we've done of Horror Haven have like I've never realized that the same actors have been in like all these like same movies yeah. that we've yeah watched. all the Chai West movies and, and all. Those. I just want to throw out there that it's a complete coincidence. Like I did not plan it this way. I just picked <laughs> random movies and then it just turned out that they were like, all. We like, didn't realize yeah. because we watched. I'm like them wait, so it's that guy. Apart. Oh yeah, it's that guy. And then yeah. once we watched them back to back, we're like, whoa, hey, <laughs> Sarah Crispin. Then, yeah, Sarah the whole time was waiting for Crispin, and he never came. Uh huh. Nope. <laughs> no Crispin. But Joe Swansburg. I'm looking at the other guy's face right now. Joe Swanberg? Yeah, yeah he was the douchebag brother. Yeah. Whenever I hear Joe Swanberg, I think of Joe Swanson. Isn't that the, yeah, from the Family handicap guy. guy from yeah. Family Guy? So, um, Not him. So overall, like, the, the wraparound story that was directed by Adam Wingard, like, I thought it was all right. Like, it... Didn't it? It didn't really have like a plot line. I didn't think it was important. Like the the main. It gave a reason why it was just showing a random. Like, like it wasn't just digs. like yeah, it wasn't just like an anthology, like a normal anthology where it just has the stories to story to story. Yeah, it connected yeah. them in a different way, other than there being a similar theme, which I think is generally how anthologies get connected. Is like there's something related between them, which this one, the videos themselves weren't related, but there was like a an inside plot line within. The, yeah, the anthology yeah. aspect. Of Even it. though it was, ju- it was just very vague on the whole. Yeah, you know, like we're not exactly sure on. what the point of the plotline was, but there was something yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Which um, I, I really liked about the all three of these movies was that like when you watch a typical horror movie, you like you know what's going on. Like you're like from the outside looking in, like you you see everything. You're almost like you know, um, you know, overlooking it. But in this movie, it's like just 
pretty much because of all the different sections and all the they like throw you right into like what's going on like what would actually happen in real life if you were part of a horror movie you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. what were you gonna say Stephen oh I was just gonna say actually that I feel like Adam Wingard's like sections were just a way to segue from film to film oh yeah definitely and like it, I noticed like after each film was watched a member because there was like a group of four and each time someone would watch one like that person would go missing and then like the next person would watch that person would go missing yeah. so I just felt felt like it was a way to tie everything together yeah. and then for the ending to like kind of make the whole loophole connection for sure did you guys have a favorite what would you say well, let's, let's talk about all the let's talk about all the segments okay. we didn't have to each one I don't remember them all because we watched all the movies back to back so yeah, I get them kind of. I'm gonna let you guys introduce like, them, and then I'm gonna, and then I'll add my comment. Well, the, the first one was Amateur Night, and it was directed by David Bruckner, who also directed. Uh, well, he worked on another anthology called The Signal, and a, another anthology that Sierra and I watched called Southbound, which was awesome. If you guys haven't checked it out, watch Southbound. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw Southbound. It. It yeah, it, it was really. Cool. I haven't had the pleasure yet. Watch it, dude, it watch for it. sure. Really I think good. you'd like it. It's yeah. really weird. But um, yeah. So he worked on that, and that it was uh that was the one with the group of friends that go out trying to pick up girls, and they end up picking up the siren, who oh. rips the dude's dick off, and yeah, like, Wait, you saw she's called the siren. Yeah, and that that's they made a spinoff movie based on. Yeah, I was just gonna say that that it's yeah. actually pretty good. The spinoff is uh you know more actually, a lot more yeah. detail. I heard the spinoff was actually really good. I haven't checked it out yet, but oh, nobody, nobody's seen it. I I did watch it because I I read the description of it and it was saying like directly related to the first VHS that it was based off of that short film, and uh, it was really good. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. What is that creature? Because honestly, I thought it was like a gargoyle or some <laughs> shit like the that. Girl? Well, the yeah. siren. You know what a siren is, right? No, I've never heard that term a, a used siren, towards a creature. Yeah, so a siren, they are it mo- like it's mostly for... Um, mythical to pirates. Yeah, it's like um, sailors and stuff. They're these, like, it's really like mermaid, pretty girls. Almost. Yeah, they would, like, okay. they would, like, sing songs, kind of, that and would attract them. attract them, and then they would, they like, kill them. They were usually topless. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it, it expands on that more in the movie that's actually titled Siren. Because uh. um, the, the short film didn't have, like, her, like, singing or anything like that. It was, like, more of a modern-day yeah. uh, version of a siren where, like, she, like, goes back home with, like, these people from a club. But um, in the movie Siren, she actually sings and, like, does this stuff. So, like, that's how they run into her. They go to this, like, weird kind of strip house slash, like, whorehouse and, like, he says he wants something special and they like bring him to this room and he like sits down and the siren sings and all this weird shit happens. And then he like he feels bad for it well, thinking it's a woman. So he like breaks her out and it starts this whole like, you know, big thing. But I felt like it in the movie siren it expands more on it than it actually did in the VHS version. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> I'd like to check it out. The actress who played the siren, she was she had like the biggest eyes I've ever seen in my life. I was just gonna say that. Like, Her huge. eyes were bugging. Like, I, I, I loved it because I like people with big eyes. But oh. it was like almost to the point where it was creepy. It, yeah. it was even worse when she got the split down her face yeah. when her face started yeah, opening up. They so, got bigger for sure. So what'd you guys think of that one? Like, I think all men should automatically hate it because there was a dick being ripped off. 
It, Everyone should love it for the same reason. I kind of <laughs> tensed up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely an uneasy scene, but I mean, it's not the blood. first time I've seen something blood. like that. You know, That's last house on the left, the mm. one guy gets his dick like real, like literally chewed off. So, mm. yeah, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, hey, that happened, <laughs> but it's not still cringy though, to say the least. <laughs> I, I I always thought the uh, the scene was one of my favorite ones in the first VHS. And whenever I hear somebody say, I like you, I, it brings me back to that oh, yeah. scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, like, and this goes for all of the shorts, even the ones that I don't necessarily like in these movies, so unique. Like, every storyline's very different and unique. And, mm. and this one, including, I've never watched, uh, a, like, a, a serious horror movie about a siren, you know? Uh-huh. So I, I just think it's, it's a very unique... Um, idea to run with and and i think that they did a good job with this i mean i'm not big on like a shit ton of nudity so that kind of was like a turnoff for me for for this segment but i do think um, there wasn't that much nudity in this segment dude, there, there was nothing but bare butts nothing bear but bare butts, butts. Sarah doesn't appreciate the are you talking about like bare asses or yeah, like actual bear. like animal bears? Shut up, Rich, you animal know what bears. I mean. <laughs> no yeah it was it was it, the, like the naked guys and then like I don't know. I feel like the one guy was a pig, and I feel like he definitely would have been rapey if the the other guys weren't there and were like, "Hey, don't do that." So I think he was he was rapey anyway. He walked right over to the other chick and threw her down. I think that's I think that was kind of the point. Like she wasn't gonna kill the one guy who was like being. I'm gonna put it out there that I think this is honestly a metaphor for feminism. Maybe (laughs) I do. I think it is because that's how fucking feminists act. Let's rip off dicks, man. It's weird. Yeah, I noticed, like, she was actually, I felt like she was genuinely attracted to the guy who had the glasses on that the was, one like, that the was camera. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that even, was like, nice to her. Even when that shit went down, she, like, still tried to go down on him, and she was like, do you like this? Yeah. And, like, I she don't got blame upset him for being, when he like, was, like, when he was not turned on, she got upset. Yeah. But talking about that scene, when she was, like, killing everybody in the room, when, like, the one guy walks in to, like, confront her and she's all, like, twisted up standing there and all you see is, like, a shadow of her, that was really freaky, I thought. Yeah. yeah. yeah she was all, like, contorted and shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. honestly, this the, the ending probably would have been very different if the guy just, like, was like, oh, yeah. You know, and took if it. If he was into it. Like, yeah, yeah you like, just killed all like my friends. I feel like she sincerely like, wanted him head. to, you know like I, her in that way and with these movies i could definitely see that as a possible ending <laughs> yeah like like i feel like like okay and then like he just ends up with the siren and yeah. they well it, it'll answer a lot of your guys either. questions about it if after we were done with this episode you go and watch that movie siren yeah because i thought it was done well just like this this little short film mm-hmm. and um it definitely clears up a lot of things like you know I, I think all the different directors in this movie got like a time limit where they were like okay well your your film has to be like this sort of time you know almost like abcs of death yeah, yeah. you guys have seen that so um but it definitely expands like like i said this was one of my favorite scenes in the first vhs and to make a movie out of it i thought they did really well with it no definitely um is there anything else you guys want to say about this segment? Uh, yeah, I wondered um, at the end, like when you see the glasses drop, I wonder, was that just the glasses that were dropping when like it pans up and she's like got him by the shoulders and she's like flying yeah. and shit. Does she also drop him or does like the glasses fall off? No, I think the glasses just fell off his yeah. face. Okay, remember. so she's like generally taking him like as her own. Yeah. Maybe she's taking him to be a sex, a sex slave. 
probably. Yeah, so I, like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, probably locking him in a cave somewhere in the middle of, like, nowhere. <laughs> One way or another, she's getting the D. Yeah, she wants <laughs> she that is. D, and yeah. she, she's not ripping it off this time. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe she's done with her, like, siren ways. Like, maybe she's still going to go out on every, like, Thursday night or something to pick somebody up just so she could eat. She just wants to settle maybe, down and have a yeah, nice Maybe life. she's looking for like, a yeah. true, really faithful, monogamous relationship. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, she still has to kind of show her boobs to, like, convince Rich, people to go home with Rich, her. But I think you would totally match with the siren. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I think she's your type. Just post yeah. that picture, you looking fucking angry. Yeah, I think game. she'd love you. <laughs> <laughs> Treat her nice, though, Rich. Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to fly, so that's a plus. <laughs> I just picture, like, the Aladdin magic carpet ride, but Rich being carried by the siren. <laughs> Split face and all. Yeah. yeah. He's still I'm totally, it. totally it's into not, that sort of thing. It's not about looks, Steven. Hey, she wasn't, she wasn't bad looking. Just when her face split. You know, um, it, it wasn't that she was bad looking, but she gave like that really weird vibe throughout the whole thing. Like uh, the, you knew you knew from the beginning, like she came into it, that something wasn't right about her. her. Well, you know, the thing is, though, is that like before it was revealed what she was, it was kind of like, bitch is a crack whore and she's going to stalk me. <laughs> just really? Just That's what you, I thought. Yeah, because yeah. her eyes are like really big and she was just like really weird, like She's like one of those girls that are like, like gonna fall in love with you in a half a day and like call you constantly. Yeah, like, stage five. Who are you? Who are yeah. you with? What are you doing? But I, I kind of took it as she was kind of just like lost, like that wasn't her kind of scene. I don't and... know. I think she was definitely like it's she. She came off like druggyish to me. I guess. Really? Yeah. I, like I definitely thought like you're on like meth. <laughs> Who's that one girl that's always in like all those movies? Um... With like Johnny Depp, she was in. Oh, what the hell's she was? She was in Fight Club. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, her. Kind of got that kind of vibe. Yeah, she makes me think of a druggie. Yo, funny story about Helena Bonham Carter. When I was in eighth grade for our social studies for our social studies state test, the last question on the test was who was the the famous person or whatever who refused to sit on the back of the bus in during the civil rights movement and i couldn't remember that it was rosa park so i put down helena bonham carter <laughs> and i failed the state social studies test by one point oh my gosh <laughs> yo i would have given you that extra point just because of that answer you're getting a for creativity <laughs> like they couldn't find any lean way because i know like for state exams, like three different people grade the test, and they'll try to give you like they had a, I mean, that I extra don't point. Give you the curve. Between, <laughs> they give you fifteen points just for being there. Between Rosa Parks and Helena Bonham Carter, there's really no leeway between that. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Would have been like, Helena yo, Bonham she was Carter. this shit and Sweeney Todd. Like, give it to him. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but all right, we'll move on to the next segment, which was Second Honeymoon, and it was directed by Ty West, who directed. Um, All the movies we like. The Sacrament and The House of the Devil. Drew a blank for a second. This was my favorite segment on the first movie. Yeah, this was my favorite on the I first one. I thought it, was, it, it, threw me, it threw me off. I didn't expect the ending. It was... Uh, Same. What a swerve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a sense. Because yeah. <laughs> I noticed something was fishy when, like, Joe Swansburg, uh, his character, um, like, when they're alone and they're on the honeymoon, right? And he goes to, like, grab her butt and she's just kind of like, no. 
Don't touch me. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's... another bed. Yeah, I thought I'm that like, was yo, that's your wife, like, bro. You guys are on, you guys are on your honeymoon. Yeah. Well, he was also trying to be creepy and like film shit. Like, you know, take off your pants. Yeah, like, no, I agree camera with you out. Rich, because then at that point, I'd be like, I'm pissed off at you now, you little dick. Like, <laughs> yeah, back it's the one thing up. It, it's one thing if she's like into that and like that kind of thing, but it didn't seem like it was that kind of a relationship no, exactly. where you could just he whoop out a camera. To, yeah, he was trying to push her into something she wasn't comfortable with, and that, my friend, is uh, not cool. Okay. They were, they were like, uh, it, it was always over stupid stuff too, though. Like they didn't, they were on different beds because she's like, oh well, he's gonna steal all the blankets if we're on the same bed, and it's like, but you're married, mm-hmm. so what the fuck, like. <laughs> Just get two blankets. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Take the blanket off the other bed and roll yourself up in it. There yeah. you go. Like, that's I mean, what that's Dylan what has I, to do. Home, homie, don't play that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, this one was my favorite of, of the uh, first one because it was. I think Kyra West made it. No, like it's yep, the only one. Yep. It's the exactly. only one in the movie that was, like, something that could actually happen. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I, and it also, like, again, the twist at the end, I, I wasn't expecting it the first time watching it. And it is cool to go back, kind of like what we talked about with your next, when you go back knowing the twist at the end, and it's just so obvious watching it yes. the second time. Yeah. yeah. That's Kristen how I felt with it. it away. What exact twist are you talking about? I'm that sorry, she, I just don't... I, that the, the wife was, um... Like involved the, in the the guy who killed the or involved with the people that killed her husband. Oh so yeah, pretty much it was yeah. like her 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 side lover who happened to be a female, and yeah. then like it was kind of like this big plot to get rid of her husband so they could be together. Um, my favorite part from this segment was when like the the first night that uh, the killers like filming them. And they go in the bathroom and take the guy's toothbrush and, like, dips <laughs> it in the toilet. Oh, yeah, rub the toilet seat and, and the off toilet water. Oh. Because I'm like, not only are you just creepy watching them stealing, the, stealing their money, you're also an asshole. <laughs> See, like, now seeing that scene right there, like, just thinking back on it, like that's totally an indication that it's a woman because I, I don't see a man who's like stalking another man no, think straight. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dip his like tooth toothbrush in the toilet well, yeah, that's I what I'm absolutely saying, so. agree with you because if I was pissed off at Dylan and I was going to leave him for my le- lesbian lover his toothbrush would definitely be in the toilet see that's what for I'm saying sure. I can't I can't see another dude <laughs> thinking that way no no it's true that is a very I, I, I feel that it's a very female thing to do it would have been really, like they want to stab at you just a little bit, even if you don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if it was a dude, I think it would be like uh, on his balls or something like no, that. I you know, like if it was they a went dude, with the he'd toilet. Him up and be like, "Yo, fuck you! Oh, I'm a guy. Mm. Let me punch you, man. Something like that." Girls are like quiet, more quiet about their their issues. Damn, you're kind of scaring me. Your guy, your I was guy gonna say, is yeah, on point. Yeah. It is. <laughs> you sound so tough right now. It's kind of intimidating. I'm scared. I'm sorry. A little, I'll tone, slightly. I'll tone it down. I'll tone it down for you, Stephen. Yeah, you keep talking like that. We're all gonna have to like measure dicks or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we'll move on to the next. <laughs> this is going somewhere it shouldn't be going, guys. We need another girl on this podcast. <laughs> all right, so the next segment was probably my least favorite on the movie. It was um, the one where. The girl takes her friends to go camping, and then it, she's like, oh, you guys are all going to die. And then it's like some supernatural killer that, that can't be seen on video camera. can only be seen on video camera, yeah. See, I thought, that the, I thought that the idea behind it was interesting, but 
the way that it was filmed, I didn't like. The acting was really bad. Yeah, I agree. Oh, without a doubt. But, like, I think that the story isn't, like, it would be better to read it than to watch it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I I can see where you come from with that, Sierra, because it's, like, everything, like, is better in your own imagination kind of a deal. You can make it seem, like, you can make it make more sense or be more visually appealing in your head. Exactly. I, I wasn't really a fan of the script either. Like, for example, the last guy that's left with the girl... She comes over and she's like, oh, do you want to fuck? And then he's like, what? What do you mean? And then she's like, oh, by the way, you're going to die. And then just, he just dies. And it's like, why did you just, like... What, what was, was the point of that? What a tease. That's, like, the ultimate tease right there. Yeah, but that's the thing is, like, I don't understand why she did that. Like, she... She, she, she baited them all. Yeah, but this is the thing. She knew that there was this murderer up there, right? And she brings him up. And then that whole scene happens where she's like, want to fuck? Let's fuck in the lake. Like, let's do that. And it's like, okay... Why are you doing that if you know, like, like, and you see the guy coming, like, you know he's, gonna, he's, you know that the guy's gonna be killed right now, and then act upset that they're all dead. Like, you already went through this once. You went back up there with a new group of friends and knew this was gonna happen again. Like, it's the, it's the ultimate like blue balls. Like, she probably gets a power trip off of it. The you know, like, do you think that she she gave that exact line the first time she went up there? Probably. Maybe she was reenacting it. Maybe that happened to the last group that she went up with. It's maybe she was about it's to. Loop. Maybe she was about to hook up with your boy, and then he Chip got boy. killed in the lake. And then she's trying to reenact that with the new boy. The new boy. <laughs> I think she Not um she watched the movie uh, First Blood too many times. When she was setting up all those traps, I'm like, yo, you're not Rambo. Like, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> I wish there's, I like a like when, there's like a mattress of spikes that just shoot up in your yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. Rambo's <laughs> fucking cool as hell. Like, oh, I, hell yeah. I, I didn't know you were cha- trained in, like, black ops and shit. Like, <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to spring these traps. Nice. I love okay. how I love how the first trap that she gets him with is the classic fucking, I'm going to dig a hole and put some leaves over it, and he's going to fall in it. <laughs> And then she goes over and walks over to the hole and watches him. Like, what was the point of that? Like, that's your chance to run. What if you set yeah. it on fire? I wonder if it would die if you knew where it was. I, I don't know. Yeah, this one was probably my was, favorite out of all of them. It, like, the, the, it raises the question, like, was it just a supernatural entity? Because it obviously had physical properties. So, like, could you kill it? Is it just... Because she does impale it with the bed of spikes. But I have it, an idea. Yeah, but it like comes Let's, back after who, that. Who yeah. This one. Um, a director named Glenn McQuaid. We're gonna write to Glenn and we're gonna be like, "Yo, Glenn, we got some problems and some questions. You gotta answer them, or else." I think it was Eli Roth. That's just his like, what is it? Stage name, not stage name. What's the name that writers a have? Pseudonym? That's not really them. Pseudonym. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Eli Roth. He did it. We're just going to write to Eli Roth about this one and just look at it and be like, what? to reply. <laughs> Double dog dare you. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but... Hold uh, on. If we're writing any letters to Eli Roth, I want to know when the fuck Thanksgiving is going to be made. Because it's been almost ten years now. It's never coming out. <laughs> don't say that. Alright, uh, the next one was the sick Whoa. thing that happened to Emily when she oh, was younger. Oh, okay. there was more than three. That this was good. Yeah, this I one per- I love this one. It was directed by Joe Swanberg. Which one is this Go one? figure. It's love you, Joe. It's the one with the, uh, the video chats, the guy talking to his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I like this one, too. 
But, but yeah, <laughs> I was sad when I found out that her boyfriend, who seemed so busy in school, was fucking helping. <sighs> well, he was working. He was working with uh, aliens. These alien-like human beings. Which honestly, when I first saw this, um, I really thought they were like. You guys ever hear of black-eyed kids? Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I thought they Cookie were at first. Came in with a black eye in my class today. Oh, no, not the same Ciro, sorry. No, no, not a black eyed peas. <laughs> yeah, but like I thought they were like those like black eyed kids that I keep hearing about on this uh one paranormal podcast called Beyond the Darkness. And like I guess like supposedly like they actually caught some in like England who were like trespassing on someone's property and like killed them. So they have them in custody and they said like their eyes are like not like all black, but like Basically, like, their pupils overtake the rest of their color, and they, like, I don't know, dude. It's just kind of fucking weird, if you ask me, but that's what I thought those, that like, alien me. humans were. That describes my eyes. Yo, Dylan, watch your back, bro, tonight. I'm not even I'm just saying. My pupils are, like, three quarters of my eyes. This, yeah. <laughs> so this short, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I definitely was surprised at the end when the boyfriend just comes running in and just, like, fucking... Takes a fetus out of her. <laughs> I know. What I the steal fuck? fetuses from people all the time. I my only question <laughs> that I had, and maybe you guys know, so you could clear it up, was like, so who the fuck were the kids that were just sitting there and like messing with her the whole time? Were they like some of these the, hybrid kids or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the hybrid aliens. Okay. That he, he was assisting. Like yeah, I think that was what it's supposed to be, but. That's my. Like I had to play. read up on like that aliens. story. <laughs> I had to read up on like the plot to fully grasp everything that was going so on. So did because... I. I was like, I was like, so he took a, a fetus out of her, but what is, and then I had to look up, look it up, and it's like, oh, they were alien hybrids. I was like, well, all right. But you know what I like about that guy? All those ladies that he's gonna video chat with, he's gonna see the boobies first. Yep. That's true. Step one, mm. see boobies. Step two, remove yep. fetus. <laughs> you know what I loved? His reaction to everything that was going on. Like, it was so nonchalant, not, like, kind of just, I don't really give a fuck, even though this crazy shit's going on. Like, I don't know if you, like, noticed in his tone, but she was like, when, like, all right, when the kid first appeared on the camera, he was like, oh, yeah, oh, you should go to your room. <laughs> like, just yeah, kind of just so monotone. I'm just so mad that Like, the main girl in that with, like, the short little pixie cut hair. She was so pretty. She oh, I loved better. her. Sarah's going to make a plot to kill me on our second honeymoon so that she can leave with her lesbian lover that's uh, the girl from this movie. I can have girl crushes. That's allowed. Look in the marriage contract. It's in the license. All right. I second that. That is allowed. All Thank right. you. <laughs> I'll allow it. Because <laughs> Rich said so. Okay, next. Is there next, more? Yeah, there was one more, and it was 103198. 98 and it was the one with the group of kids that go into the house thinking they're going to a party, and it's like the cult summoning Thing. shit. And they take the girl who is being sacrificed and end up dying because of it. Well, they Yo, Dylan, up, where, they... where are you getting these titles from? I didn't see any titles in the movie. They, Wikipedia. Yeah, they're like actually titled that, but they didn't put them in the movie. They might have been in the credits. I didn't watch the credits. Oh, gotcha. Credits. Now, although it looked like they were sacrificing that girl... I thought when once I saw the ending, because all right, pretty much the house is like possessed by poltergeists. 
mm-hmm. and they're like trying to escape it. Like it's the typical like haunted house kind of thing. And at first they're like, "Oh, this is so cool." where they got to set up but it's like no the house is really haunted and then like the the ghosts or poltergeists start coming through the walls and then it's revealed at the end when they save the girl that they think you know is innocent she's like in the car with them and then just disappears and then it's revealed she's on the outside and she pretty much baits them onto the railroad tracks and they get hit by the train so it's like were they like torturing her or were they performing an exorcism to maybe put the house to rest? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's I didn't very think about interesting. Because that. that's what I kind of got at the end of it. I was like, well, maybe those people actually weren't bad and they knew how evil this house was. And, like, I don't know. That was just a weird form of exorcism being done. You're probably right. <laughs> well, I mean, they could definitely, like, I could understand, like, during from all the exorcism movies I've watched, I'm pretty much an expert. <laughs> so I can understand why they would tie her down. To perform an exorcism these days. Yeah, they probably a good call. <laughs> Great call. They're ahead of their time. I, I gotta say, my favorite exorcism was from Scary Movie too. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, your mother's in here. Would you like to say something? <laughs> yeah, mom. Can you get out of, <laughs> out of there? <laughs> <laughs> oh. we, can we review those movies at some point? Oh, we should. Yeah. Just for the fun of it. We should. Oh, we should have done it on April Fool's Day. That would have been so fucking good. <laughs> But speaking of like exorcism style stuff, they came out with a show that's uh, The Exorcist. Did they? Uh, it's like it's like a series, and yeah. it's like really good. I haven't checked it out. I saw like the previews for it, but I, I'm I really I never like the like TV series adaptions of movies. I, I can't say that because I like Hannibal. I thought Hannibal was a good show, but like mm. um, they did like um, Scream and stuff, and it just. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that sucked. But this, I watched this, the first episode. I couldn't get past that. <laughs> this exorcism show, it, um, you know, it brings back the original girl from the Exorcist movies in it Linda and Blair? all that. Yeah. Or is it Reagan? Like, is it the character or the actual actress? Is she actually in it? The actual actress. Oh, okay. and she's, Linda Blair? she's playing herself from back in the day. Oh, so that's she's playing Reagan. Okay. Yeah, she's playing Reagan, but she it's like you find out like she like changed your name and shit like that to like avoid, you know, publicity about the exorcism and like she has a family and now like one of her daughters is getting possessed. You know that's my uncle actually. used to That's actually exorcisms? really interesting. Yeah. I I kind of want to check that out now. I I thought <laughs> see I thought it was just like a like they were re like remaking it. But no, yeah, it. like you don't find out until like you know a couple episodes in that that's who she actually was because she was trying to like hide her past and shit. Well, yeah, Steven, but you know the Walrich, minute that we saw Linda Blair, we'd be like, "That's Reagan." Walrich, thank you for the spoiler. Hey, I'm sorry. It went <laughs> it went from you saying that you didn't want to watch the show to now you're gonna check it out. So fucking you're welcome. rich, fucking rich. Spoiler master. How dare you spoil something that I said I'm not gonna watch, Rich? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, now you are going to watch it, though. Fucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, VHS 2? No, wait. Ratings. Ratings. Ratings, yeah. What do you rate VHS 1, fellas? VHS. No, VHS. Compared to the other two, or? No, just like. Just in general, probably, right? Just in general, yeah. What would you rate it on a scale of horror movie? Um, I'll go first, I guess. I'll give it a five. Okay. Uh, two, two of the episodes, or, um, sorry, two of the segments, segments. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. I lost my train of thought. Okay, you're good. Um, 
I was like, all right, the siren, I was like, ah, that was okay. And then the haunted house I thought was fair, but honestly, my two favorite was uh, the one directed by Ty West and Joe Swansburg, which uh, kind of sounds biased because we're such fans of them. But Dude, honestly, Ty West is so great. Like, <laughs> yeah. who would have thought? But who seriously. knew? Who knew? Yeah, Rich, exactly. Uh, so five. God, you guys are going to hate me. I'm going to have to go three, man. Like, I like the style of the movie, which is I, I like the other two more. Um, the Siren one I didn't really see coming. I knew something like that was going to happen. That was my favorite one in the movie. But um, the rest of them in the first movie just kind of like didn't hit their mark for me. Maybe it's because it, they didn't expand on the story as much, and maybe you appreciate the Siren one more because you got like the more of the story from watching the spinoff. No, well, even before, even before I saw the spinoff, that was really like the only scene that I liked in this movie. Gotcha. All right, Sierra. Oh, what? You get to be the last one. I'll be the last one. Why not? Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you two ratings here. I'm gonna say like uniqueness, creativity. Um, I'm gonna give it honestly like a nine, just because it's very different but for personal like for my like from what i like about it i'm only gonna give it a six and a half hmm. a nine i just think it's very creative and i think i feel that way for all the movies i think they're very unique they're not all great but they're very so you get unique. two votes here you get two votes <laughs> Right? She's a woman. She gets two votes. I count twice. I guess that's fair. Because, because of all the <laughs> oh, years that women were oppressed. Jesus. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not I'm, a crazy I'm feminist. I'm Irish. You can't play that card, Sarah. <laughs> I'm not a crazy feminist, I promise. But uh, overall, I'm going to give the first VHS a five and a half. 5.5. Five and a half. So we need somebody with a calculator now that we got four people to do an average. I got you. Okay. Oh, he's going to do an average for real, guys. <laughs> Wait, does Sierra's no, both Sarah's of her? Doesn't count. Sierra yes, no, yes. Okay. <laughs> both of Sierra's votes count. <laughs> no, no. See, like I said, I said that the original one wasn't my personal taste. I was just giving it a score for creativity. What did you give it, Stephen? A five. A five. Yeah. So all together, it's a twenty. So divided by four, it's a five. It's a five. It's a. F- it's a I, five. I, I think that's a solid rating yeah, overall. Yeah, I think that's fair. Five. That's <laughs> our Metacritic rating for. Four people. <laughs> now, would you guys recommend it to people who haven't seen VHS before? Would you recommend it? Yes, because I liked the second one more, so I would want them to maybe get an idea of what they're in for. Yeah. I would say straight up skip to the second one. No, I, I think I think every horror movie, no matter how bad it is, is worth watching at some point. Um, unless you're easily offended, then don't watch horror movies. <laughs> But it, but it like it, it discourages you if you watch the first VHS and you're like, oh, I really didn't like it. Like chances are you're not gonna watch the second one. Dude, I I wish that the second one discouraged me from the third. <laughs> well, we'll, 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 we're skipping ahead. Yep, yep. All right, so VHS two. I actually, I guess, keeping with the subject a little bit, I watched this one before I watched the same. First VHS. Both did. Yeah. Same. Well, I watched. I saw two, and I because I was it. told to watch the second one and that the first one wasn't as good but for the sake of it I was like okay I did actually really enjoy the second one so let me just go back and watch the first one even though I heard it wasn't that good and it turns out there was a couple that I you know ended up enjoying yeah that's how I was I was, I was surprised with the first one um, I I think because I went in with such a low expectation because everybody's like oh the first one sucks Same. watch the second one so I went in thinking alright I'm gonna fucking hate everything in this and 
Do you know? Do you know how I first heard about these movies? I was watching like I'm following a horror like page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, is it bloody disgusting? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure what the actual name is, but it was the whole scene about. Um, uh, I'll wait because we're gonna get to it. But first person zombie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. I saw that and I'm like, "What movie is this from?" <laughs> like, I have to see this movie. Yeah. Um. Well, bloody disgusting. Actually, were the ones that produced the movie. Yep. And yeah. I follow them at. See, I didn't. I didn't know them as like a production company at first. I didn't like, either. I just thought they were like a horror news like website because. Yeah. I follow them on Facebook, and when I found when I found out that Blood disgustingly helped put that out, I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" You know, yeah, that made I, me more interested. Yeah, I followed them for a while, but uh, I I actually didn't even realize that they helped with the movie until last night um, when I was looking up the directors for everything and kind of just overviewing it. Uh, I saw that Bloody Disgusting was on there, and I was like, "Oh, that's actually pretty cool," because, like you said, I I didn't know them as a production company, so yeah, but um. Getting into VHS 2, so the wraparound story with the uh, couple that were private investigators that were going... I in, love the ginger. She was pretty. They were going in to uh, investigate this kid who was missing. Uh, his mom hired them to go check it out, and they find the VHS tapes. And this is the one where the dude go- dead in front of the TV, right? Well, do they go to the same house? That's, That's what I was one? wondering because the TVs are set up the same as the one in the first one, but it was like this kid's dorm room, I think, or like it was his apartment or something. So it was definitely an apartment. It definitely wasn't a dorm room. Yeah, the wraparound story was directed by Simon Barrett, who helped write the. Uh, he helped write Your Next, and I think he helped write the new Blair Witch also with Adam Wingard. Dope. But um, which was I, decent. The new Blair Witch. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I liked it. I, I want to do a Blair Witch episode nah, at some point. It was meh yeah, to me. Nah. Let's let's right. save that we'll, for we'll the get episode. To it. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get to. but um, so the wraparound story I thought was pretty good. It, I I thought it went into more and it had more closure than the uh, the wraparound story yeah. for the first one. Oh yeah, hands down. It kind of felt more finished. The first yeah. one feel like the the wraparound story, as we're calling it, didn't have an ending really. Yeah. Now, at the end of the second one, too, they're attacked by, like, some someone from the house, right? It's was it the, the kid? It's the kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. because it, yeah, it showed him, um, he was, like, making the videos while he was watching the VHS tapes, and he's like, oh, like, I'm on this tape, I found this tape, and he's, yeah. like, he's like, um, going over, like, how he got all this collection, and then, um, at the end of the movie, he's like, oh, well... I decided to kill myself and finish my tape, and then he's like, my mom approves of this, which was kind of like, I thought was weird because his mom was the one that hired the private investigators to check on him, and he shoots himself, and then right after he shoots himself, he like gets up and walks into the bedroom with his jaw missing, and right afterwards is when the private investigators show up. So I thought that Mm -hmm. was pretty cool how they like showed up right after. Looped it around. Looped it around. Yeah. They Tarantino'd that bitch. Not really. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I said, I like this this one. I I thought it had more closure than the uh, first story did. Um, the first segment in it was directed. It was another one directed by Adam Wingard, and it's called Phase One Clinical Trials, and it's the one with the guy who gets the fake eye and he starts seeing the ghost. 
thought this one was so unique, and um, I wouldn't say I loved it or anything, but it was such a unique idea. So I definitely appreciate that for this segment. Uh on like the spectrum of like what this was about it was definitely hands down way better than the movie with like jessica alba the eye or whatever it was called yeah like i forgot that movie totally yeah i guess that just contradicted me saying this is a totally <laughs> unique idea huh <laughs> i never but, thought i don't know yeah but um Definitely this – like that segment was totally better than that entire movie, which says a lot since it's only like a 12-minute long segment and that was an entire movie. Um, yeah. De- definitely Maybe. well done like you know, as far as like this kind of genre is concerned. Like I, I liked where they went with it. My favorite character was the guy in the underwear, the ghost in the underwear. <laughs> Her creepy uncle? Yeah. Why? I don't know. He the first time, is it because he was just chilling in his underwear the whole yeah, time? Yeah, he was just really like okay about being in his underwear. The first That's time exposure. I watched the first time I watched the movie, I didn't understand the girl that showed up. How she's like, oh, just focus on me, and that's how they go away. And she starts like, they like have sex. Have you not learned that every? Yeah. Every segment in these movies have something to do with boobs and sex. Well, I, I, I was I, just, I was just gonna it. say, Sierra. I was just gonna say that, like, when you said about the last movie that it, like, that all these movies had a lot of nudity, I didn't really like grasp it until I just realized I'm like, yeah, all the ghosts are there, and then she's like, just focus on me, and then they start fucking. Yeah, like well, it's to, of, the I total opposite of every it. other I horror movie where, like, as soon as you. I kind of understand it a little more, though, watching it a second time, because she had explained to them him, like, the more you interact with them, the more they'll be able to, like, interact with you, basically, and, like, they can start hurting you. So I think she was trying to distract him so that he wasn't interacting or even acknowledging they were there. I fucking yeah. love when he ran into the bathroom and he's, like, looking in the mirror. He's like, I want a copy of that. You don't watch it. Yeah. But I need a copy of that. He's like, listen <laughs> up, you science fuckers. I was like, you are such a pervert. I feel like this one had a connection to the first one with the killer who can only be seen through the video camera. I don't know. I just got that vibe because it's like, oh, only he can see the ghost with his new fake eye. I just feel like they got that. They kind of got that, like, general idea for this one. Because that's an interesting thought. What I didn't understand is why just because, like, he had a fake eye, all of a sudden all these ghosts were, like, attracted to him. Well, I don't think it was that it was that that they were attracted to him. I think it was that he could see them, and yeah. seeing them caused him to interact with them, and interacting with them caused them to be able to interact with him. Yeah, so because what? he even He's says he even says later on, he even says like I'm going to go tomorrow and get this thing taken out, and she's like, well, they're still going to be there. You're just not going to be able to see them. Yeah. So what? He had all these ghosts at his house just for like no reason. Like maybe it's like like in this world that like it's. Every, there's just ghosts. There's ghosts there's everywhere. There's just a lot of ghosts. Well, you gotta <laughs> I think, guess... there's a lot of dead people, so the chances are there's probably a lot of ghosts. Well, yeah, yeah. it goes to that, like, general saying, like, uh, honestly, that's, like, a thing that the more you interact with the paranormal, the more uh, kind of activity you will get. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my sister, uh, you know, she she could actually see ghosts, Um and, like, I've been in the same room with her where, like, shit has happened. Yeah. And it's it's if you give them attention, more things happen. Mm-hmm. But if you, like, if you ignore them, like, the, the activity is way less. 
Well, I think it's an energy-based kind of thing, you know? Yeah. They yeah. kind of, like, feed off of your energy. And I, I talk know. to ghosts set all the time and they never talk back. Bullshit. One called me a bitch on this recording I have on my phone. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, the next segment in VHS 2 is a ride in the park, and that's the one you were talking about, Rich, with the first-person zombie with the GoPro. Oh, yeah, it was great. And th- this is going back to, like, when I said that th- this style movie kind of throws you into it because, like – in a, in a typical zombie movie, you, like, know there's zombies and everything like that. Like, you know, there's a virus or something's going on. And this starts, like, you know, a guy's just riding his bike in the park and all of a sudden goes to help somebody. And it's a zombie and he gets bit. So he, like, escapes. And then all of a sudden he starts turning into a zombie. And uh, just the GoPro on his head, like, first-person point of view zombie, like... It was just like I've never seen anything like that before. Same. I thought that was really cool and very original, actually, because, yeah, I can't recall any zombie movie that's ever done that. Well, the, the cool thing about this, too, and I didn't, bodies. I didn't know <laughs> until uh, <laughs> um, the, this was actually made by two different people, and it was the director and the other guy was the uh, producer of the original Blair Witch movie. Really? Blair Witch Project. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I personally, I'd, I'd say that this one was my <clears> least <throat> favorite. It was definitely original, but it was kind of like, I don't know, something was lacking for me. I feel like... Zombies really? don't huh. scare us. <laughs> no, well, it wasn't a point of being scary. It was like, uh, you know, never seeing it like through a zombie's point of view. Yeah. And the fact at the end where like he had some humanity left and like kind of realized what was I did like that. Yeah, I did yeah. like that when his uh, his wife or his girlfriend or whoever it was called him and he kind of like sees the people crying and he realizes like, oh shit, I'm like fucked up and shoots himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? To be fair, he had it coming because when his wife called in the beginning, she was like, you should be riding me and not your bike. <laughs> Just saying. He, like, we, this all could have been avoidable. Only, if only he rode his wife instead of the bike. It, it, it's, you're right, Steven. It's his own fault. We had a huge conversation about that line. Like, yeah. uh, like Sarah's like, who the fuck talks like that? I, yeah, it's like, who talks like that? I mean, in all honesty, if he was riding his wife, she wouldn't be able to move as fast as that bike, so he never would have, like, gotten confronted with the zombies anyway. You're right, Rich. Maybe they'd be, like, driving somewhere. I don't know, but that line... uh, You can tell men wrote these. (laughs) Women don't talk like that. Most women. Most women. Mm. Some would be... Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've, uh, we're not going to name any names, but I have uh, encountered gonna, quite some... I'm not going to have you share any of those stories yet. Start, Stephen. Poor ladies. Ladies just want love, guys. But no, th- this was one of my favorite skits. And like like I said, this is how... Um, this is how I got into like the VHS movies because you know I just saw the clip online and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, where is this from? And then I went and like binge watched all the movies. Well, this was before the third one came out, anyway. You binge watched two movies. Yes. <laughs> I guess back you could call it binge watching because I mean they're different segments, so it's almost like you're watching. 
It's like watching like a bunch of different TV shows that are completely unrelated. Two, yeah. two movies. It's still four hours long. Like you know, if I watch that at eleven o'clock at night, I stayed up until mad late just to watch them. Like, I stayed up binge watching two movies. It just doesn't sound right. <laughs> all right, you have all right. Three movies I, for I, to I be considered. I recant my last statement, guys. Thank you, thank you. We'll, we'll edit it out so you don't sound silly. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm keeping it. I want people to know that we're human too. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, what is, what is that that song by sixty eight three is a crowd where I guess in films is three is a binge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's three is a binge. Three Absol- is a binge. Absolutely, that's the new rule. Now you know, Rich. You have to well, watch at least three. You, movies. So, so let's say you're watching a show that Unless like you're uh, watching Ash- like a five hour movie, then it's a binge. <laughs> well, okay, but like let's say Ash versus Evil Dead. If I watch three episodes of that that are only twenty minutes long, no, is that the, a no? Binge? That only counts for movies. Binge watching is a full season in a day. All right, listen. Here, I'm going to settle this. If anybody knows the actual rules to binge watching, you can message us at horrorhaven at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys and know the rules of binge watching. <laughs> Moving on. The criteria. The criteria. The criteria. The rules. I we all know the rules of binge watching. I want a full rubric, and we start. We'll do grades. We'll do tests. Uh, all right. I want a Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> In this Next. circle, it's in this circle, it's binging. In this circle, it's not binging. <laughs> in the middle is you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, right, next the segment. Next, the next segment was Safe Haven, which was the one with the Jap Japanese. I don't want to no. say Korean. Asian. Just say Asian. The Asian cult. Okay. The Asian cult. Yes. Right. Yeah, this, uh, this one was long compared to the other yeah, one. I said that too. This before, was my favorite one. This was my before favorite we get one into too, it, Steven. before we get into it, I want to say. Can I say it? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, do it. no the guy. No. The guy. Shut up. <laughs> the guy. Who, movies. The guy who directed this movie is a Welsh guy, who, other than this, has just made kung fu movies. Huh. Doesn't it make sense uh, a little wow. bit, though? That's all. That's actually, I'm impressed. No, I would never. I would never have thought that. I'm really impressed. I think. Okay. All right. I'm not going to go too much into this. I read that and I was just like, "Wait a second, is this the same guy?" <laughs> but um, yeah, no, this one was my favorite too. I, I was like genuinely creeped out by this one. I didn't like the devil at the end. Yeah, no. I didn't. Uh, see, uh, it wasn't a devil. Whatever the it was. demon, I don't, it, the I, creature it, that had horns and a goat-looking face. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's a common thing for like antichrist kind of thing to have a goat head and everything. No, but it was, I didn't like was, how they did it. I would have preferred it if it was like more realistic. Looking. Sierra wanted an actual goat running around. <laughs> I wanted an, an actual evil goat. goat. A yeah. goat with I uh, I beg to differ. I actually um, in general, like uh, overall, the this segment again? made me feel. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I thought the segment was awesome. This was my favorite one. That's yeah. my only thing with it is that I didn't and like the way, the final look of the demon. I would actually probably even say that this was my favorite out of the three movies. I think it is my favorite. Same. Same. Yeah. Um, same. I would, yeah, this I is my really number one. one part, Why I, did Ty West make it? I know that Rich has like a phobia of like dead Japanese girls, so I, oh, I, I could see you out. like... So does Dan. This. So does Dan? Yeah. If you ever want to see Dan cry, if you ever want to see Dan cry, put on like a compilation of like Japanese ghosts called on camera on YouTube. I literally watched him like ball up 
and like into in like a fetal position. We're gonna put uh, one... it on his wall. Thank you, Steven. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So Do it. the buildup of the segment was great because you didn't really know what to expect. And then you're like, you kind of got the cult kind of feel, you know, everybody starts killing themselves, but like it had all the children and everything in the compound. So you're like, oh, when they're singing too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then as soon as like, I thought it was really cool. The uh, first person perspective of the girl on the table when the demon actually came out of her. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then just the effect of like, as soon as the demon was born, like all the kids were possessed, everybody who like didn't kill themselves, like it, it it had a real diverse kind of a feel to it because it was like the people who killed themselves came back as like zombie kind of things yeah. but everybody who didn't kill themselves was just like possessed see and- i i know like everyone like didn't like the demon but i personally did because i was putting myself in that situation like yo imagine seeing like a 12 foot thing like that running at you yeah. and that made me like oh man you're fucked there's oh, no <laughs> The design of the demon didn't bother me. What it is, is it looked animated. Uh, it wasn't animated at all. No, like, it, it looked, like... It looked, it, looked, it looked fake. It looked cheesy to me. Yeah. That's my problem. It didn't look realistic. Got, I don't going mean, like, back literally on what drawn. You said. It just looked very, like, cheesy. Yeah. Like, it just. I get what you're saying, but going back on what you said, Steve, it was like... The whole point of, like, you being fucked, I think that at the end, when the, when the demon said, like, Papa... And like yeah. he just started laughing hysterically because at that point, what the hell are you gonna do? Exactly, like, like that, that's that it. End game. Hope lost. And like another thing too is like when the demon like um, risen out of the girl and that like serious music started playing in the background. There was like this drone like boom, yeah. like that just it was added. Like a siren. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Sad. It was just like oh yo, everything is just fucked right now, dude. I. I think the part that creeped me out the most was when the girls getting carried by all the uh, the girls in the cult, and they're just like hysterically laughing, and it's like first yeah. person like like looking around at all of them like hysterically laughing, freaked me out. But yeah, I got like um I got like a Silent Hill feel, feel to it after the demon came. It's probably just the sirens, but just like all this creepy shit started going on. Yeah. Did anyone notice the couple fucking that were covered in blood? Yeah. Yeah. Like blood splurting out and shit. Yeah. I see that, I think of um the South Park episode with the uh, Woodland Critter Christmas. Oh my the... god. <laughs> it's a blood orgy. <laughs> <laughs> They're raping me. They're raping me. <laughs> but um no, I my favorite part is uh the dude that runs in with the shotgun and he like aims at the guy and he's like, it was an honor meeting you, sir. And then he shoots himself. <laughs> yeah. Be patient. Be yeah. patient. Yeah. I fucking died. I was just like, all right. <laughs> but now, yeah. I think like, honestly, if he wasn't in a cult, he probably would have been a nice guy in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like probably cool. someone People I could have had nice. coffee with. But yeah, uh, the scene you were talking about, Dylan, with all the girls laughing, it kind of reminded me of the um, you see Green Inferno. Yeah. 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 The scene where they like like pull up to the the shore and everybody's like laughing and like touching them and like yeah. that's what I kind of got from it. And that that was done well in uh, in the Green Inferno too. That was really what yeah. the overall like creep factor was too. It was that like you have this fucked up situation going on that everybody thinks is like this great thing that they can like laugh and joke about. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I didn't get from this one was how 
the one guy who was like the head guy of it, you know, after the explosion happened, after they carried the girl in. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's done and everything. And like, you know, he had a symbol carved in his chest. Like, I thought usually when people do like rituals and stuff like that, it's kind of like to gain power and stuff. And then the dude just kind of blew up. I wonder (laughs) if he was more sacrificing power to this demon. Maybe. That's probably what it was. But I mean, he was just a little Asian guy. Like, he, he could have been. Too. He, he, he knew what to fucker. do with that box cutter. Dude, yeah, I love the fucking. I love the. Uh, when he's like, oh, it's time. And the guy just, like, asks him a question. And he full on just fucking leaps onto the table and, like, crouches down yeah. and pulls the box Savage. cutter. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Savage. Dude, I, I thought I thought it would have been a lot better if they got the guy Chow from The Hangover to play that guy. <laughs> Dylan Leslie definitely, Chow. definitely <laughs> made that joke. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, when he jumps up, just, like, picture him jumping up like that and be like, you wanna fuck on me, gay boy? (laughs) (laughs) But, nah, yeah, I like this one. Nah, yeah, I like this one. Nah, yeah, yeah, that's my New Yorker. Come yeah, on. like I said, it was it was it was longer than all the other ones, but it was probably the most well done out of everyone. It to be that like, long, to be. It was the hard. fucking wildest one I've ever seen out of all of them. <laughs> it was good. I really liked that one a lot. I'd give that segment a nine. We're not Same. doing this, Siri. You don't get multiple votes. <laughs> I would if I could, but I can't. All right, so the last Mimsy. What? The last <laughs> segment. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, no way that's called The Last Mimsy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a kid's movie, I'm sure. Um, Alright, no, the last segment it's the, it's was... the alien one. Slumber Party Alien Abduction. That guy Awful. was jacking it with all his friends there. Yep. Yeah, dude, he's totally cranking it. Who does that? <laughs> this was one of my least favorite ones because, I don't know, I, when I think of a horror thing, it, I totally don't think of aliens. Like it just totally That's threw the guy me off. Like the thing. That's what it was called, right? All right. Yeah. Well, we we already established the thing was more of a creature feature than it was an alien kind of thing. Aliens. Okay. Well, how about gray aliens with like big, long, like bald Those are heads? The only things. aliens I know. <laughs> That's my family. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't the thing. I I I don't know. I really like this one. I thought it was really creepy. Same. I actually did get uh, a very nervous and uneasy feeling when they like the kids got abducted and shit. I was like, "Oh fuck that!" Nah, yeah, it's, or like when they're in the water. Yeah, right. They yeah. jump in the water and the kids filming, and yeah. there's one behind them and they don't see it, dude. That all right? I don't like the if it's not a pool, I'm not swimming in it in general. Like seeing that just fucking solidified that yeah, for me. I'm I'm a lake swimmer. <laughs> Nah, I'm good. I I I liked when the uh, the last kid like climbed up into the roof of the barn, but they were all like fucking already in the barn, just coming at him. No, I. Think if it that, wasn't for that little yippy dog, they would have survived. The best part. Yeah, for me totally was gave away the cover. When the aliens came, and it looked like the kid the kid was in water, but it looked like he was like wrapped in his blanket or he was wrapped in something, and like a sleeping just, bag. Yeah, he was like going deeper into the water and it was like making me feel like oh my god like i could i could imagine i could only imagine like how that kid must have been feeling as he like slowly like was like nope no more air here's water i'm gonna die like like, i watched it and that truly did like make me feel very uncomfortable watching that if we learned anything from any horror movie it's if you're in one of those situations don't try to save your dog too they're just gonna give away your location and just like I'm sorry. You you let that animal fend for itself. And then the dog died anyway. 
Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, was it, there... it was still alive when the film ended, but that thing was going to die. The dog oh, yeah, was the saddest death out of all the movies. Yeah, it was pretty... But it was a Yorkie, R- so it R- can't be too sad. R- That's not even really a dog. It's like a big rat. Yeah. What was the dog's name? Does anybody remember? Skippy? Skippy. No, I told you. Right. His name tank. was Tank. Its name was Tank. tank. What the fuck? Rip in peace, Tank. You will be missed. No animals were, were harmed in the filming of this segment. Rip in peace. Could you imagine if it was Murphy? Murphy wouldn't give us away. I think that dog had the most misleading name ever. Yeah, he did. <laughs> they meant to be <laughs> Named Tank. Like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, metaphorically, he did get them all fucking killed, so he's just <laughs> as deadly. I guess that's true. All right. Anything else about this segment, friends? Nah, you know, um, rating or well, no. did you have anything else? Yeah, I, I, I also, I gotta say. The way the aliens looked, uh, I think they did a good job. And then their movements, too. They were very creepy. Like, all right, when they're trying to give the kids CPR and, like, the the older sister doesn't see that they're creeping up, like, behind her, the way they're, like, crawling across the dock, like, I thought that was a really good scene. And, like, it was actually pretty terrifying. They're very classic, um, like, alien abduction story aliens. Yeah, I'm usually not a fan of, like, alien movies. Like, every once in a while, a good one will come. Like, I really like The Fourth Kind. I thought that was a good one, but, like... Yeah, that was a good one. For the most part, alien movies don't really do anything for me. My sister-in-law is deathly afraid of, like, stereotypical, like, big head, huge eyes, green aliens. She's absolutely terrified of them, and it's really funny. I want to show her this this movie just for that reason. Do it. (laughs) She's the one who has Sasquatch living in her backyard. Oh, even better. (laughs) She's afraid of aliens? Yeah, she's terrified. Not afraid. She's not afraid of aliens, no. She is literally, if she saw an alien, she'd probably have a heart attack and die. She's got so she would never go to the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so far, how many deaths have been caused by Sasquatch? Hold you on. Don't wait, know whoa, that. whoa, whoa, whoa. Sierra, you don't Sierra, know that. Sierra. We're not talking Sierra. about Sasquatch! Yeah, <laughs> Rich? What, I gotta go first? You went first last time. I'm keeping with the order. No, I didn't. Steven went, went first. Time. Steven, you went first last time. Steven. You can't keep shit, Dylan. We were switching up the order. <laughs> you want me to go again? Go. Yeah. All right, seven. Seven out of five. All right, seven, seven out of five. Seven, seven, seven out, out of ten. Five. <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> seven out of ten because, honestly, um, the the cult uh, segment and the alien segment actually did terrify me. Good job. I uh, I will agree with Steven and go with seven out of ten. Um, not because of the alien one. I really didn't like the alien one. Um, but because the cult segment and also the first person zombie, you're going to get me every time. There's so many interpretations of zombies and everything now, and I've never seen a first person one before, and that was great. What are your two ratings? I'm not going to give two ratings. I gave a 10 for creativity for the movies throughout, so that's already stuck there. You gave a 9. Oh, you okay. said 9. Nine. Oh, 9. 9, sorry. Now you're Yo, changing don't your second rating. That much credit. <laughs> okay. You got a third rating. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I get as many ratings as I want. I pay Dylan's rent. You don't pay. Oh. You just give the fucking rating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My rating for number two is a... That's what you did the last one. Do I get the same as the first one? Well, no. 
6.6. Whoa, big difference. I like the movies I do, but um, I, there's just, I, I don't know. There's something about them that I'm not, like, I'm not in love with them. I'm not going to, like, want to watch these, like, once a year or anything like that. So, 6.6. Alright. I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to give it a 7. Um, I'm going to say the average score is probably 7. Yeah, I I thought I each one... Guess. I like each... I enjoyed each segment. Uh, the first person zombie one, like I said, it wasn't my favorite. I felt like something was lacking for it, but um, there wasn't one... There wasn't any segments in this one that I was like, alright, I absolutely hate this. So. And with that, let's move on to uh, VHS Viral. <sighs> <laughs> so let's be fair. There, All right. there was there was a segment or two in it that was decent. The overall story of like the were dicks. The were dicks. That was my favorite segment. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get oh. to the were dicks, but uh, the what wraparound story or whatever yeah, we're I, calling I, it. I, I I thought it was weird. I didn't really. I, I thought it was weak. Much. Yeah. Uh, it's like it, everything a viral video, I guess. The the only the only reason I thought it was kind of creative it it's kind of like conforming to modern day times where it was yeah. like the other two movies when you watch the VHS tapes like bad shit happened to people and it was more about like for some reason they wanted him like specifically to upload them online and make it like a viral video mm. so like. You know, if bad stuff happened to the people who watched the VHS tapes, um, it being uploaded online, like you think of imagine how many thousands of people would be watching it. So that was the only reason I thought that the wraparound story was interesting in this. Yeah, because I just didn't get. No, you're Go good. ahead, Dylan. No, you're good. All right. I just didn't get how the main character's girlfriend and the wraparound story got trapped into the video. Like, he was, like, chasing the ice cream truck, and uh, I don't she know did, if she was, like... She didn't get trapped in the video. She was, like, yeah, they filmed that, but then at the end of it, after he uploaded it, she was outside the truck. Oh. Yeah. Right. I see, yeah, for some reason... I, yeah, I mean, the truck comes along and runs over a cop, and then all of a sudden she's just gone. Like, somehow they did a drive-by pickup of her, like, really fucking fast. I feel okay. like... This See, I thought she was, was trapped in the video for some reason. You know what it was? Honestly, this loop around story, like, it just, I don't know. It didn't click with me, and maybe that's why I didn't grasp it, like, all the mm -hmm. way and why I thought maybe she was trapped in the video. Because the whole time I'm watching it, I just keep looking at Danny. He keeps glancing over, and he's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And I'm literally like, dude, I I I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. Same. Well, I was like. See, I feel like. Oh, can, go on, Rich. I'll, I'll talk later. Oh, no. Mine was just really quick. Well, even in the other ones, you didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, but I got, like, I don't know. I just felt like some kind of closure throughout, like, okay, this person watched the video, they're gone. Next person watched the video, they're gone. Like, you kind of just already knew what was happening, whereas this one, it was just so fucking over the place. Well, there was an ulterior motive in this one. It wasn't just trying to disappear one or two people at a time. They were trying to upload it to the internet. And why they chose this guy and abduct his girlfriend was beyond me. Like, yeah, it was a bit obscure, but... Um, oh, maybe I just, like, missed the point of the whole side story, I feel to like be honest, because I was still trying to figure everything else out. <laughs> I feel that in the first two, the wraparound story w was just a way to tie 
the segments together. Like, the wraparound story wasn't that important. It was just a way to, to make all the segments related. Whereas this one, I feel like they tried to make the wraparound story another part of the segments. And ha- I, th- I feel like they tried to go yeah. into too much detail without enough time to actually explain important aspects of it. No, I totally agree with you, Sierra. They, they, this one, the the wraparound story, whatever the hell we're calling it, was definitely more of a priority rather than the other ones where it was like just the videos. Exactly, and and I just think that's why the wraparound story got. I think that they had a lot of ideas for the wraparound story, and I think that um, as a solo movie, it might have worked where you could add the details that it needed to make sense. But because you were still having the segments in it. It didn't make mm-hmm. sense because you didn't have enough time to explain it. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't, like, really grasp yeah, it right away. Yeah, because me and Dylan were trying to figure it out the whole time. I mean, you're right. With with being the third one, if they kind of, like, left the other segments out and just made it as kind of a piecing together the first and second wraparound story and made this one completely about the VHS tapes, it definitely would have made more sense. All right, so Dante the Great was the first segment I feel like it did not fit in with the series at all. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. I kind of, like, the whole time I was waiting to see, like, where they were going to go with it, and it just, like, it didn't feel like horror. It felt, Sierra made a good point. She said, it feels like a Goosebumps episode. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys just read my mind. I was going to say, <laughs> that was like a failed Goosebumps episode. Yeah. I didn't think it failed. I, I actually kind of liked, like, where it was going with it. That's because Dante the Great is Rich Felter. Oh, yeah. Plot you twist. flatter me. <laughs> right. But I think they, they really should have, like, it would have made it a lot better if they expanded on the demon that was, like, in the cloak. You know what I mean? If there was a demon in the cloak, they never really explained it. Instead of it being all about Chris Angel mind freak kind of like TV show stuff. Well, it, it definitely was a demon. You saw in the when when he put the cloak on the chick in the shower. You saw like the demon hand and everything. And then at the very end, where the chick burns the cloak and then she opens up the door and the cloak's back and then the demon jumps out of it to grab her. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, it was kind of like one of those bad Ouija I just, movies. I just think it was blah. I feel like. I feel like I've credited these movies for being so unique, and this was just shitty. Well, what what magician, like, demon movie have you ever seen before? I, I don't think that you need to None, but I could I have went my whole life without seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I could have went without seeing that I'm not, segment. like, a big demon movie person anyway. Mm. Um, oh, you watch Supernatural and you love it. Don't give me that I shit. Have, well, supernatural, but it's also not horror. When it comes to horror, I like more realistic stuff. So it's like a demon movie for me isn't scary. Um, no, you're I like right. To be scared, like when I watch a movie, when I watch a horror movie, I'm watching it because I want to be scared, you know. So mm-hmm. it it's just weird. To, it they was have almost like, comical. Yeah, they have like a magic battle. But it doesn't <laughs> seem like it was trying to be comical, and that's where that's where it's bad. It's like when you watch a movie, a horror movie, and it's funny, and you know it's purposely trying to be funny, it's fine. But when it's like, oh, you're trying to be, you're really trying to be serious. That's just how I felt. I felt really bad for the guy, though, when he's like living in the trailer park, and they were like, he was trying to do magic tricks on his friends, and they were like, oh, this fucking sucks, and he got really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this poor fucking guy. He's just trying to pull some fucking aces. And Do you just... think it was 8 Mile? Yeah, it, this is the fucking magic version of 8 Mile. You're absolutely right, Sierra. That's what it is. All right, so obviously this missed the mark with everybody. Can we start talking about Weredex? Weredex! Weredex! 
dicks. Wear dicks and monster segment. snatch. Yeah. Is it is it considered a wear dick? I know it was really hairy, but everybody's got a hairy dick. I don't know. Uh... Well, let's get into it. It's called Parallel Monsters, and it's about and it's a... this guy who makes a um, machine that goes to different dimensions. Different universe. Parallel Yeah, universes. parallel universes. And it, he finds, like, another version of himself that also made it. <laughs> And they seem to both be really nice dudes. Yeah, they switch. Are you doing karate over there? <laughs> no, sorry, I sneezed, guys. <laughs> he uh, he switches universes with himself from the other parallel universe, and they're like, oh, well, our worlds are exactly the same, so why not? But in the other version of himself's world, it's overrun by these, like, satanic demon things that have wear dicks. I, w- I and, wouldn't like, say... And wear vaginas... Say- it was not overrun. It was like that's the norm in yeah, the universe. Yeah. Like, and what throughout the whole thing, doing? I was just wondering. Like, there there was a couple details where I was just like confused about. They didn't like I clarify what the bloody bag was for and what they that, were that's that's what doing I'm saying. I I wanted to know what the hanging bloody bag was. I imagine where Dick would come out and like start munching on it or something. Maybe I I also it was what really... if that's what it is? Maybe they have to feed their their man parts. Yeah. It, it also, uh... Ew. It was throwing me off the, that whole part because there's just, like, porn noises playing in the background. Yeah. And yep. I was, like, trying to, like, pay attention to the movie, but it's just porn sounds for, like, 20 minutes. Now, has I noticed something? Has anybody seen the show iZombie? Yes. yes. Was one uh, of the guy? Was yes, the one right? guy? That's what we said. I don't think it's it, not him, it but it does him. look like him. No, he looks I was like, so much like him. I was like, that looks like Robbie. And Sierra's looking. She's like, actually, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was staring at it, and I'm like, that can't be him. Like, I love Robbie. But um, I, I wanted to know what the bag thing was, and then it seems so normal that like what she said like when he was like what's that noise and she was like well you've been down there so long it's now summer and then he goes outside and there's a giant blimp with an upside down cross like saying like german shit or something that's the satan blimp (laughs) the satan blimp (laughs) wait so why did their faces light up yeah that's so so weird so many unanswered questions. I don't know. Yeah. I like that instead of a picture from their wedding, they had a picture of like a satanic symbol with the bag on it. Like, yeah. I like, I like how the guy though, like that guy sees that and he's just like, oh, this isn't normal. And then the other guy sees like a nice wedding picture and he's like, what the fuck kind of people are these? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But and, yeah. Well, I, it was I obviously some sort of sexual thing. Or no, he doesn't tell her. That's right. Well, like I, I don't get it. Like, it just didn't explain like what they were doing do with the wear dicks because the dick di- and monster vagina like do it. Like, I, I I guess, but I, I'm more concerned about like when he ran outside that? and they they all started like pulling down their pants at him. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many unanswered questions that I would like. Maybe to that's answer. how they eat. I don't know. It's Maybe so that is how they eat. That'd be weird. That's awkward. Like, don't take people out to dinner then. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it would explain like it a lot better if they just showed like a shot of like what the inside of a restaurant looked like in that universe. Rich is really perplexed by this whole wear dick situation. Rich would be perplexed by the wear dicks. Why are we calling it a wear dick? Like I said, it was more like it looked like a tentacle from uh, Tremors. Okay, it's because it was a dick with sharp teeth and a mouth and fucking fur all over it. 
Okay, that's why it's a weird dick. Oh yeah, like I said, it could have been fucking regular pubes or something. <laughs> Those are some long pubes, dude. Rich what was a long furry guy? <laughs> Rich is extremely <laughs> furry. Rich, like, what's wrong with what's wrong with long pubes? Hold on a second. <laughs> but no, I I I did like this one the most out of everything in the movie. I I told Sierra. I mean, before it took the awkward turn at the end, I was really fucking interested in what was going to happen. And it was definitely, like, a very unique story that they had going. Like, but that's the thing, is that they didn't explain anything that you were actually interested in. Anything at all. Like, what do you think he did to the other guy's wife? Were they, like, doing... Like, she cut his penis off. She didn't like, cut his penis off. Crazy Some, well, ritual? he comes out and he's splattered in blood and she's got a knife. So I figured, like, she cut well, it off. No, she stabbed I, him a bunch of times. She stabbed oh, him. Like, okay. she definitely, yeah, yeah. It's like, like the sounds of, like, the... <laughs> like, a bunch of times after the screen went black, you could hear her still stabbing it. I and, like, the, dude, the dude's just lucky he had a screwdriver on him to stab that wear dick. I wonder how it went with the actors. Like, okay, so here's the vision. I mean, if you're you... going to have dicks, <laughs> they're going to be huge, hairy, and they're going to have mouths. How do you feel about that? Great. See, I don't think they explained it to the one guy. They just kind of, like, threw it at his face like that. <laughs> I mean, you'd get a, 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 a genuine, genuine reaction. reaction. <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> but All I know is if I was an actor, it would have taken me a couple of takes because I'd I probably wouldn't be able off. to stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, there's, like, an infinite number of parallel universes, so there could be a parallel universe somewhere where, like, we have wear dicks. Yeah, well, totally. Dylan wants a wear dick. So maybe that's just, like, this guy's like, what's the most random thing I can think of? Okay, wear dicks. I'm gonna make a movie about it. I wonder if that's how he thought it through, like, too, if he's like, oh, these look like werewolf dicks. Maybe. I'm not gonna lie, when I first saw it, I thought it was, like, a crab's, like, claw. At first. And then I was like, yo, that's a dick. As I said, man, if, if you look back at it, man, it reminds me of the one of the tentacles from Tremors. I, with I hair. Picture, Isn't I that picture with Stephen, Bacon? I picture Stephen yeah. watching this on, like, an 11-inch that. TV, and he's just squinting. He's like, is that a claw? He's like, it's a dick, it's a dick, it's a dick, it's a dick, it's a dick. It's a dick. Yeah. Well, that's the – Dan was – I was watching it on his iPad, and he was in the middle of doing some scrims on Halo 5. I was like, yo, Dan, it's a dick. The, so the last segment is um, – let me pull out my phone because I don't even know what it is. Um, not wear dicks. Satanic X Games. <laughs> Bone Storm. <laughs> Bone no, 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 it's not. What are, wait, wait. So was the the Mexican like barbecue not a thing? Was that part of the? That was part of the wraparound, I guess. <laughs> that was totally off. Fucking. It made it made no sense. Why was it there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the uh, Satanic X Games. I love this one. This one was yeah. the, what is the, the movie. actual name of it? Bone Storm. Dude, okay, we gotta start because <laughs> I, Satanic X Games is a much better title. I don't know. That's I, what I'm saying. When I think Bone Storm, I think of like a PlayStation One game of this exact theme. Fucking Satanic X Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think Satanic X Games gives you more of an understanding of what to expect. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, it was cool because it was totally, like, out of left field where they were like, oh, they're just, like, skateboarders trying to make a movie. And then it was, like, all of a sudden out of nowhere, like, boom, it's on. It, we're just going to go to Mexico and for then some reason it reminds it's just going to hit the fan. Of, like, Power Rangers. 
What? Power Rangers? I'm going to explain to you, not the plot line, not like the characters or anything, but like the way that it was just like a the bunch of bad guys. Yeah, like just the way that they, they filmed it. I felt like it was an episode of Power Rangers because it was like all the bad guys are like standing. What Power Rangers were you watching? It was just the way that it was filmed that I felt like it was a shitty 90s thing. I, I, could, I could see the Power Rangers connection because like, all right, whenever the putties come out, they're kind of really just standing there making that like weird noise before like they move in whereas like these things kind of just kind of did the same thing where they were just surrounded and just kind of staring yeah and they just there's a bunch of teenagers whooping their ass like (laughs) how do you not see Power Rangers I I don't know this was like a mix between like Tony Hawk Pro Skater and Grind and Evil Dead. No, I was thinking, um... Oh, fuck, what was it? Ah, oh, fuck. Lords of Dogtown? No, Dead Rising. Dead Rising. I got a oh, Dead okay. Rising vibe from it, because it was just like anything they could grab and use as a weapon, yeah. and just fucking these things up with it. <laughs> but yeah, then I was, so, I was so confused, oh, because like, there when was... they zo- when they zoomed out, it was like there was dirt on the ground where they were skateboarding on. I like didn't understand. I'm like, there's no way you would be able to skate on that. You know what's funny? Like, super I, I... like dried, cracked like clay almost. You probably could. No. no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. And there was another thing I pointed out to Dan. I was like, yo, how are they riding through this terrain that long and not one of them has hit a rock, skidded, and <laughs> yeah, fell yeah. over? Because I can tell you. All it takes from from experience myself from skating for like quite a couple of years when I was younger. All it takes is one small pebble to fuck yeah. up your day. Yeah, yeah. I I love the there's one part where like after they had fucked a bunch up, the music changes and then this like one big guy comes out and Sierra's like, oh shit, the boss battle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great that they had GoPros on the bottom of their skateboards too. So as they're like beating their faces in with the skateboards, you could see like every inch of what's going on. Yeah, yeah that was actually a pretty creative they, shot. I don't understand why they had the cameras on their faces though. Yeah, like, like it made it just really awkward videos. Why do you want the footage of your face while you're skateboarding? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is an interesting thought. It was pretty weird. And he's like, no, just keep running, man. Just keep running. Like, yeah, they were so nonchalant about the whole situation. Stop talking fight. Like, oh, I would have been pretty freaked out. Like, I just killed a lot of fucking people. I, I, like, the, uh, I like the line, too, where they're just like, oh, they killed the kid who gave us gas money. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they killed Camera Kid. Yeah. <laughs> but... But, like, yeah, yeah, they turn, like, not only do they kill them, but then they turn into fucking skeletons that are walking around. And he, his first thought is, like, let me rifle through my bag and find an M80 that I have so I could light it and put it in the dude's, like, cloak. Like, I thought it was interesting. It was unique. Um, I didn't it was know. pretty entertaining, it was to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun it, to watch, yeah. but, like, it was it really that good? No, 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 no. Eh, debatable. Somebody somewhere liked it. Listen, just because something doesn't have to be good necessarily to be entertaining. Fun. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I think, and, and I think that that's shows through, especially with horror, because there's some horror that's not good at all. But it doesn't mean it's not fun to watch. Oh yeah. Well, we yeah, I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't like say that. it was horror. They really should have expanded on like. The one where the guy comes out at the end and it makes a noise and he turns around and runs away. 
I didn't like. Think... <laughs> they didn't really expand too much on like what was coming out. Like, no. yeah, you barely saw a glimpse of it. Yeah. No, I, I, all in all, I thought it was all right. Like the, it. Yeah. <laughs> Some I, rats, thought, I thought it was the best. One. Tricks, it was the best one in this movie. It beat Weird Dicks. I think it. Be, I thought. I thought this one beat Weird Dicks. Yeah. Wow, Weird Dicks was my fave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to do ratings? overall ratings? Yeah. Rich? Well, hold on. So, so was the next one with the uh, with the girl in the cab and pointing the gun? That was just part of like the weird yeah, wraparound, the wraparound story too. too? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you listen, everyone that was part of the wraparound, it had the ice cream truck, like, playing in the background. Mm. And that's why at the end with the cop car that, like, slams into their car, it was one of the cop cars that was chasing the ice cream truck. Yeah, that's weird. It, but it okay. was hard to follow. It was really hard to follow because it really didn't <clears throat> explain anything too much. Ratings, be good! Sierra, you only get one. <laughs> She already gave a 10 throughout the whole series for Creativity Rich, but then it was a 9. But it was originally a 9. No, it was originally a 9, and then she gave a 10. Yeah. Fuck you. Give your rating. Steven, rating? 2. 2 out of 10. Wait, 2 out of 10? Ri- oh, okay, yeah. And that's just 10. because of the wear dicks and the awesome skating. The two, he, It got two points for two things. Yep. Each thing gets a point. There you go, Rich. What's your rating? No, but honestly, like, this really missed the mark for me. It did. This one. It was just too all over the place. They didn't need it. They should have stopped it, too. Or made a third one that was decent. Although the wraparound stories and all the other ones didn't really make too much sense either, this one was just totally confusing to the point where obviously I didn't know if it was actually a skit from a VHS or if it was part of the wraparound story. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to give it a three. The same as I gave the first one. Um, you know, the Weird Dick one was creative and definitely was like way out there. And uh, the skating one I thought was great. Um, Could have expanded on it a little bit more. But, uh, you know, instead of them smoking weed and like wanting to have bum fights and shit. But, <clears throat> yeah, probably a three. I will give it a two and agree with Steven that the points are for the wear dicks. <laughs> Actually, yeah. both, my point, both of my points go to the wear dicks. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Big fan of the wear dicks. Dylan, take I just, No. No. <laughs> I just think it's funny as hell. Yeah. And if you can't scare me, make me laugh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give enough. it a three... And that's solely for the LOLs. No, it's for the wear dicks. Don't let him lie to you. I I I laugh quite frequently throughout the movie, so as a comedy, I'll give it a three. It's not for the wear dicks. I did it for the LOLs. Is there anything anybody wants to add on at the end of this before we do our closing? Um, uh, oh, you go, Steve. Uh, I think it just should have stopped at two, in my opinion. I agree. Uh. It, it was good, and then here's, here's how I, uh, the vibe I get. It was like, okay, the first two had some buzz, so I felt like someone was like, let's just cash in on this quick, slap VHS on it, and just, boom, we got a movie. And let's make it with the time, so, okay, throw viral. Yeah. And it just it failed to deliver, in my opinion. No, I mean, no. yeah, some segments were entertaining, 
but that's for very out there reasons. Yeah, it's not because they were good. They were, it was almost like the entertainment came from it not being good. Yeah. And that's yeah. not necessarily the kind of entertainment you you want to have for your movie. Um, I honestly, I've every time we've done this, even if I didn't like a movie, I recommended it for people to watch because I think that you can find almost anything good in a movie, even if you don't dislike, even if you dislike it. I honestly wouldn't recommend the third one unless you really want to see a weird dick. <laughs> I was going to say, go for the weird dicks. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, um, Rich? Just that, like, I really, the only thing I've really enjoyed about all three of these movies was how it was filmed. I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, first-person point of view kind of styles, and you don't see a lot of horror movies out there that do that. And, uh, I, actually, this is the only series of horror movies I've ever seen do that. And, um, yeah, the third one probably shouldn't have been made, and it probably was just, like, a cash-in kind of thing. But if they made another one, I would probably watch it, just for the f- fact that... You've watched the other ones? I watched the other ones. For where dicks? The, the, way, the <laughs> way it's filmed, the where dicks, and, you know, I just... I don't know. I, it was just, it, like for the creative factor alone that I've never seen another movie do the like first person point of view for all these different skits was just like, I, I thought it's at least worth the watch. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, in ter- if they made like another one, I would definitely give it a chance in hopes that, okay, this is what we did wrong with viral. Let's, you know, correct the wrongs. So exactly. I would definitely yeah. try to watch a four if they came, they came out the part four. All right, that's going to wrap it up on our VHS episode. We want to thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Horror Haven Podcast, or you can email us at horrorhavenpodcast at gmail.com. Tune in next week where we'll be talking about the first three Hellraiser movies. And have a good night. We will tear your soul apart. <laughs> Ew, you just spit on me, you fucking weirdo. <laughs>